Okay, Bismillah, day 26 of the 99 names of Allah Ramadan series. So, Bismillah, Rabbi Shrahli Sadri, Layasli Amri. What's the point? What are, why are we learning about the names of Allah? Because Allah states in the Quran, And to Allah belongs the best names, so invoke Him by them. Surah Al Araf, verse 180. And then there's the hadith where the Prophet said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're going to learn about four more names of Allah. Al-Jami', Al-Ghani, Al-Mughni, and Al-Mani'. So let's look at Al-Jami' first. So Al-Jami', the uniter, the gatherer, he's the one who unites, who gathers, who assembles. He'll be the one who gathers every human being on the Day of Judgment. So Al-Jami' comes from the root Jim Mim Ayn. And it can mean to gather, to bring together, to congregate, to connect, to unite, and to reconcile. So we have this verse, Our Lord, surely you will gather the people for a day about which there is no doubt. Indeed, Allah does not fail in his promise. Surah Al-Imran, verse 9. So this verse is reminding us that there's going to be a day, and it's the day of judgment, there's no doubt about it, where Allah is going to gather everyone, and Allah does not fail in his promise. This is this day of judgment is a promise, and Allah will gather us all together to know if we're going to heaven or hell. But inshallah, inshallah, we're all united in heaven. Then we have another verse. وَقَدْ نَزَّلَ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الْكِتَابِ أَنْ إِذَا سَمِعْتُمْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ يُقْرَى and it has already come down to you in the book that when you hear the verses of Allah recited, they are denied by them and ridiculed. So do not sit with them until they enter into another conversation. Indeed, you would then be like them. Indeed, Allah will gather the hypocrites and disbelievers in hell all together. Surah An-Nisa, verse 140. So again, this is a reminder to us that, especially if you're living in the Western world, you're going to have people who will ridicule Islam, not just Islam, other religions, will ridicule people for believing that there is a God, that there is a day of judgment. And so this verse is saying that when people do that, when people ridicule, try and move away. Do not sit with them because then you're actually, you're almost like them. You're almost like a hypocrite because you're listening to them and you're joining in maybe. And you're not, in a way, you're supporting them by sitting with them and letting them continue on with their ridicule and denying Allah. And so Allah will gather both hypocrites and disbelievers in hell. Then we have another verse. Again, Surah An-Nisa. Allah, there is no deity except him. He will surely assemble you for the day of resurrection, about which there is no doubt. And who is more truthful than Allah in statement? Surah An-Nisa, verse 87. So again here, Allah is again confirming that there is a day of judgment. There's no doubt about it. And that he will gather us, he will, we will all assemble on that day to be given our final fate if we're going to heaven or hell. So let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about this name. 
Ajnana or the uniter is the one who combines similar things, dissimilar things, and opposites. So far as God's uniting similar things is concerned, one example would be his bringing many human beings together on the face of the earth, and another his gathering the distinguished among them on the plane of the resurrection. So far as dissimilar things are concerned, an example would be his uniting heaven, stars, earth, animals, plants, diverse minerals. So all of these have different shapes, colors, tastes, properties, but yet Allah has brought them together on earth and has united all of them in the universe. In a similar way, he has united our bones, animal bones, muscles, veins, brains, skin, blood into the bodies of humans and animals alike. And as for his opposites, an example would be uniting heat with cold, dry with wet, because these things are incompatible, but they can also be joined through the will of Allah. And so that's the examples of how Al-Jama' Allah, the uniter, unites, combines things. Similar things, dissimilar things, opposites. He can just combine whatever. <coughs> so let's look. So the following two names, actually Imam al-Ghazali combines them together, but I'll briefly describe each one. So we have al-Ghani, the rich, the self-sufficient, the wealthy. He does not need anything, he does not need money, because he is al-Ghani. And so al-Ghani comes from the root ghanunya, and it can mean to be self-sufficient, to be independent, to be from, free from wants, to be content, and to be wealthy or rich. So we have this verse. له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض وإن الله له الغني الحميد. To him belongs what is in the heavens and what is on the earth, and indeed Allah is the free of need, the praiseworthy. Surah Al-Hajj, verse sixty-four. And so, actually, what you'll notice in the Quran is that the name Al-Ghani is often mentioned with Al-Hamid, just like the previous verse that I just recited. And so, Al-Hamid, the praise, is actually a name we've already learned about. And so. Allah is not only reminding us that he is Al-Ghani, the self-sufficient, the wealthy, he is also Al-Hamid, the praise, because when we spend our wealth, when we spend what Allah has given us in for good or for charity, we are also um, praising him for the blessings and the that he's bestowed upon us and the ability to give what he has blessed us with. So that's why these two names are often mentioned together, Al-Ghani and Al-Hamid. Just like in this following verse ya ayyuhan nasu antum al-fuqara'u ila allah wallahu huwa al-ghani al-hamid o mankind you are those in need of allah while allah is the free of need the praiseworthy surah fatir verse 50 so again here allah is reminding us that we are we're poor we're in need of allah we are fuqara he uses the term the name um the word fuqara in arabic to just say that we we are Without Allah, we are nothing, and we so we need Allah. We need Him for blessings, for guidance, and so. Who al al Hamid? He is the self-sufficient, the praiseworthy, and so there's also this hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Riches, richness is not having many possessions; rather, true richness is the richness of the soul." So this is quite a, a deep, like hadith quote, whatever you want to call it, and so it's. It's literally, especially when the world we're living in right now, 21st century, we want everything now, instant gratification. We want to order everything and have it <laughs> arrive to us the next day or even the same day. We want, we want the newest model of phones, laptops, 
cars, uh, makeup, um, jewelry. We just want, 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 want. And we don't think about just our needs. Like we don't need, we don't need so many things. Rather, we want these things. And so this hadith is reminding us that to be to be truly rich isn't to have so many possessions, so many things, but to be rich is to be to have our soul be rich. So when we our soul is rich, to have that strength and that iman and belief in Allah, and just to have our soul be rich. This is a reminder for myself first and foremost because I'm really bad with shopping. <laughs> anyway. Then there's this other, had, uh, not hadith, sorry, beautiful du'a that Musa made, which reminds us that we are, again, truly poor, we're fuqara, and only Allah, al-Ghani, is the rich. He's the richest of rich. So it's also, it's in the Qur'an. It's a verse. فَسَقَى لَهُمَا ثُمَّ تَوَلَّى إِلَى اللِّي فَقَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنْزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٍ فَقَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنْزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٍ so he watered their flocks for them. Then he went back to the shade and said, My Lord, indeed I am for whatever good you would send down to me in need. Surah Al-Qasas verse 24. So this is literally a prophet, Prophet Musa, who is saying this dua. He's literally saying that, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayran fakhir. Indeed I am for whatever good you would send down to me in need. And yet here we are, not even bothering asking for Allah for things. We literally just don't even care. We're careless about making dua for literally every single thing. Yet here Musa is literally asking for whatever good Allah can send down to him. So this is a beautiful dua to recite. And so actually there, an important thing when giving charity as well, since we're on the topic of ghani and rich and fuqara, is that there's two important things to know. You should only give charity with your halal risk, with your halal wealth. And this is a really hard thing, especially for me, but you should, when you give something, you give it because you love it, not because you dislike it. So like you bought some shoes, for example, and you don't like them anymore, so you give them away. And then you buy shoes that you like. Whereas you should give the shoes that you like away as well. So it's quite hard to give away things that you like and it's just so much easier to get rid of things that unless you don't like them you dislike them like whatever just get rid of them because um ibn abbas mentioned as recorded in tafsir ibn kathir that allah commanded them to spend from the purest finest and best types of their money and prohibited spending from evil and dishonest money because allah is pure and good and only accepts that which is pure and verily Allah is far richer than you. He is in no need of this money. So do not give for his sake what you would dislike for yourselves. So again, this is a, just a reminder when we're giving charity, when we're doing good, to do these things with good intent, with halal money, with the purest of money, and to give things that we like as well, not things that we dislike. So the second name, which is similar, is Al-Mughni, the enricher, the bestower of sufficiency sufficiency the one who gives to those who need enriching his creation with blessings and gifts so al-mughni comes from the root the same root as al-ghani so ghanunya and it can mean again to be free from wants to be wealthy to be self-sufficient so we have this verse wa huwa aghna wa aqna. 
and that it is he who enriches, enriches and suffices. suffices, suffices. Um, Surah Al-Najm, verse 48. So again, this is just a reminder that Allah is the only one who can enrich us, who can provide us with sustenance, because he is Al-Ghani. So let's see what Imam Al-Ghazali says about these two names. The rich, the enricher. So the rich one is he who has no connection with another, neither for his being nor for the attributes of his being, but rather transcends connections with things other than himself. So in need, yet it is inconceivable that any but God, may he be praised and exalted, be free of all such dependence. And God, great and glorious, is the enricher as well. But it is inconceivable that the one who is enriched become in his enrichment absolutely rich. So he is in fact not rich, though he's able to dispense with everything but, but God. But only because he supplies, because Allah, because God supplies him with what he needs. <coughs> And then we have the last name for today, Al-Mani'ah, the protector, the preventer, the withholder. So he's the one who protects people from sticky situations, from terrible situations, from worry, from anxiety. He prevents them from constantly doing bad deeds. He withholds his light, his nur from those who disbelieve, the hypocrites. And so Al-Mani'ah comes from the root mean nun ayn, and it can mean to prevent, to hold back, to refuse, to protect, and to defend. So we have this verse, Or who is it that could provide for you if he withheld his provision? But they have persisted in insolence and aversion. Surat al-Mulk, verse 21. So again, this, is, this verse is reminding us that not only does Allah provide sustenance to who he wills, he can also withhold withhold this provision whenever he wills. And then we have another verse: In Allah yudafi'an al-ladina amanu. In Allah la yuhibu kulla kulla kafur kafur. Indeed, Allah defends those who have believed. Indeed, Allah does not like everyone treacherous and ungrateful. Surah Al-Hajj, verse thirty-eight. So again, here Allah is going to defend defends those who believe. And Allah does not like those who are ungrateful or treacherous. So let's see what Imam Ghazali says about this name. Al-Mani'ah, the protector, is the one who counters the causes of destruction and diminishment in religious and temporal affairs by creating causes intended for protection. So we actually have a similar name that we already learned about, the preserver, Al-Hafiz. Al-Hafiz. And also... And that's the, per, the preserver, whereas al-mani'ah is the protector. And so preserving necessarily protects and repels. So whoever understands the meaning of the preserver understands the meaning of protector. So for protecting, you also need to be preserved. So protecting is related to the causes of destruction, while preserving is related to being freed from destruction. And that's the ultimate goal of protecting. So those were the four names for today that we learned about. We're almost to the end of the 99 names. Anyway, alhamdulillah. So now it's time for the dua, and I ask that Allah accepts this following dua using some of the beautiful names that we've learned about today, inshallah. Bismillah. Ya Allah, you are al-jama'ah, the uniter, the gatherer. On the day you gather all of us, on the day of judgment, please grant us heaven and make us of the believers and the righteous. Ya Ghani, you are the wealthy, so make us of those who only reply, rely upon you and only need you in times of content and distress. And only need you, 
only only need you. Yaghani provide us with jobs and opportunities that are halal so that we can spend in charity and give away what we love. Ya Mughni, you give and give and give. You gift us, you give us. And so please make us of those who are thankful and those who praise you for the blessings that you've bestowed upon us. And let us be grateful and thankful in times of both sadness and happiness. You are Al-Mani' Al-Protector. So Ya Allah, protect us from those who have ill intent or those who try to stray us onto the wrong path. Ya Allah, protect us from the shaitan, especially since Ramadan is ending. Protect us from the shaitan, from his whispers. And Ya Allah, please protect us from those who disbelieve and who are ungrateful. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And also, Ya Mana, you are the protector. So please protect our brothers and sisters in Palestine, especially those in Sheikh Jarrah who are going through a very tough mm, tribulation right now. So Ya Mana, protect them as well. Protect also those in Yemen, uh, the Uyghur Muslims. Just protect everyone, Ya Allah. Ameen. And again, Today is an odd night if you fasted on Tuesday, if you started your fast on Tuesday. So today is an odd night, inshallah. It's the 27th. Yeah, it's the 27th. Is it the 27th night? <laughs> um, I think so. Anyway, if it's even if it's not, it could be Laylatul Qadr. So make the most of these last 10 night, night day nights by praying extra. Pray to Hajjud, Qiyam if you can. Increase your du'as. Donate to charity. Donate with halal money, please. And donate the, to places um, that deserve it. I mean, everyone deserves it. But <laughs> anyway, read more Quran and constantly say this du'a. Allahumma nakafuun tuhibbil afu fa'fu anni. Oh Allah, you are pardoning, you love pardoning, so pardon me, inshallah. And I accept, I ask that Allah accepts your fast for today and your du'as and prayers and your charity, your donations, ya Allah, inshallah, they're all accepted. And subhanakallahu bihamdika, ashadu wa la ilaha illallah, ashadu inna muhammadan rasulullah. So I'll speak to you all tomorrow, inshallah, where we'll learn a few more names of Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.